Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Check out our new website for all your news, updates, and episodes at NASCARfieldfiller.com. We have one spot left in the field, so let's fill up the last row with our host, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. Hope you guys are having yourselves a great Friday as we get ready to start the fourth race of the playoffs at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. One of the more exciting mile and a half tracks out there. Uh, There could be some other tracks that could top it that's a mile and a half, but you know what? This one has a special place in my heart. I have been to this racetrack multiple times, and there's a very good chance I might be there this Sunday, so that will be a lot of fun, and hopefully you guys get an opportunity to watch this race as well, because it's the first race of the round of 12. Four drivers just got eliminated, and now we're going to have the other 12 drivers race it out to see who will make it into the round. Round of eight. Las Vegas is the first race, followed by Talladega, then the Charlotte Roval. It's going to be a crazy round, and it all starts here at Sin City. Now, there were some big storylines that came out of the round of 16. Obviously, we had William Byron gain 20 points on the cutoff line at Bristol and was able to advance to the round of 12, knocking Eric Amarola, Tyler Reddick, as well as Michael McDowell and Kurt Busch out. Kurt Busch was one of the favorites to make it to the round of 12 and even possibly the round of 8. Hell, even Johnny on the track had him as the driver that was going to win the 2021 championship, and even he fell through. That just leaves all four drivers from Rick Henrik, all four drivers from Joe Gibbs Racing, all three drivers from Roger Penske, and Kevin Harvick is by himself. Which is honestly not that surprising since Stuart Haas Racing has been struggling really hard this year, but Kevin Harvick is at a table all to himself, and he kind of feels a little left out, which I would be too if I didn't have any teammates out there and the rest of the teams were plumped full in the round of 12, but you know what? There's a lot going for him right now. He made a lot of improvements in the first round, and he's even ruffled some some feathers with the 2020 champion of Chase Elliott. So we're going to have to keep an eye on these two drivers as they race next to each other here for the next few races. It's going to be really exciting there. As far as news goes this week, There hasn't really been anything too exciting. I mean, there's been some sponsorship announcements involving Roush Fenway Racing with Violet Defense. They will sponsor both the number 6 and number 17 car. And then Kurt Busch is going to be making his 750th career start here at Las Vegas. Again, another reason to keep an eye on him in this race. And Brad Keselowski says he has a few sponsorships lined up for his time in Roush Racing and that number 6 car. Other than that, the news hasn't really been that exciting, so let's get right into our fantasy picks. Which drivers are going to be ones that we want to keep on our fantasy rosters? Which ones do we want to save for another day? And which drivers outside the playoffs may surprise us here in this round of 12 and maybe even will sneak a win here as a non-playoff driver? Let's dive into it right now. This is our top fantasy picks here for Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Alrighty, so we already know how the format goes. Five drivers will be considered top drivers that score the most fantasy points and maybe get a win in the race. Then the other five drivers, a solid top 10 run. These are going to be your third or fourth picks in your fantasy roster. And then we'll have five other drivers here, one being a risky guy in the playoffs and four drivers outside of the playoffs that you may want to take a gamble on as your fifth or sixth 
pick. Leading off the top picks is going to be one that's not going to be too much of a surprise here, and that is Kyle Larson in the number five. This is the racetrack where he got his first victory here in the 2021 season, a dominant run there, and honestly, I really don't see it stopping, especially after he just got the win at Bristol. He almost got the win at Darlington. And looking at his fantasy points and his average finish, his average finish at Las Vegas is a 5.83. That's including his time in the number 42 car, which was not a horrible car, but it's nothing compared to the number 5 machine. Definitely a really good solid pick here. This is definitely one of those racetracks where you will want that number 5 on your fantasy roster. Alright, the next person we have here as far as top picks go is going to be the number 19 of Martin Trex Jr. for Joe Gibbs Racing. Martin Trex Jr. has always done really good here in the last six races. He does have a 20th place finish. Other than that though, it's been six or better with one win in there in between and an average finish of 6.57. His fantasy points has also been really good when it comes to this as he scores on average 45 fantasy points for your teams. So I definitely would not want to sleep on Martin Trex Jr. this weekend. Definitely a top pick here for Las Vegas. And then here for a third pick, how about a guy that's been really showing up here in the last few races, the number 22 of Joey Logano. Joey Logano in the last six races, his average finish has been a 19.0 with only two top 10 finishes. That's not something too exciting to be about. But you know what? He always does good when he shows up here at this racetrack. Looking at his fantasy points, he usually at worst will score you 30 fantasy points. And at best, 58 fantasy points with a win back in 2018. An average finish is 6.43. Joey Logano definitely stands up there with Kyle Larson and Martin Trex Jr. as a number one or number two pick this weekend. And I really don't see him falling off here at Las Vegas. And let's talk about a guy who's kind of been more of a top 10 guy more than anything, but things are starting to look really bright for the number four of Kevin Harvick. Now, I don't think Kevin Harvick's going to advance to the round of eight. I kind of said that last episode. However, one track that I think he's going to do good here in the round of 12 will be here at Las Vegas. His average finishes is 12.0, which is not anything too spectacular, but his fantasy points are usually really good. He seems to score a lot of stage points. There's been two separate occasions where he scored 50 plus points in the last six races. It's just that most recent finish is a little bit worrisome, but you know what? He's got consistency going for him. They're starting to put stuff in the right direction. Kevin Harvick might be a top pick here this weekend. Would I put him above Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, or even Martin Trex Jr.? I really don't think so. He's definitely going to be a number two pick, but still looks to me like a top five prospect. And then the last one we have here for top picks is going to be the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin has really turned it up here and had probably the best run out of anyone, maybe second to Kyle Larson in the round of 16. Was always near the front, led the most laps by far. Now we come here to Las Vegas where the finishes have been a little lackluster at times. I mean, in half the races in the last six, he has finished 15th or worse. But in the other three, we got a fourth place finish, a third place finish, and a top 10. What's better is those fourth and third place finishes was his most recent runs here at Las Vegas, scoring 48 fantasy points and 53 fantasy points. I'm also looking at his average finish in the last six races, 8.83, the third best average finish out of all the active drivers right now. 
Hell, there was a reason why he was the points leader for so long. So honestly, Denny Hamlin, he's right up there with his partner Martin Trex Jr. as a top pick here at Las Vegas. So those are the top five guys. We got the number five of Kyle Larson, the number 19 of Martin Trex Jr., the number 22 of Joey Logano, the number four of Kevin Harvick, and the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. Alrighty, now let's look at some playoff guys who are probably going to be good fits for your third or fourth position in your fantasy rosters. Let's start off with one that I usually keep off the fantasy rosters, and I don't mean to, but I'm making sure he stays on here for this one. That's the number 12 of Ryan Blaney. And when it comes to all the mile and a half, I feel like Ryan Blaney favors this one the most. And it shows in his finishes with a few top five finishes in the last few events, uh, four to be exact in the last six. He scores on average about 30 37 fantasy points, an average finish of 8.57, and also most recently in the last six races, his average finish has been 6.67. In all honesty, everything is starting to look in favor of Ryan Blaney, especially at these next few tracks. Don't be surprised if you have Ryan Blaney for both Las Vegas, Talladega, and hell, we might even throw in the Roval there as well. So third pick, fourth pick, it's got to go to the number 12 of Ryan Blaney. And then let's include the Las Vegas native, the number 18 of Kyle Busch. When we look at the round of 16, Kyle Busch really struggled. I mean, he only had one top 10 finish, and other than that, with a DNF and also near the end of the race with a flat tire, things did not look good at all for Kyle Busch in the round of 16. Will things start to turn around? There might be a good chance. I mean, Las Vegas is not one of his favorite tracks per se, and I know it's kind of weird to say that because when you look at his results, it's hit or miss. Two finishes outside the top 15, but the other finishes are in the top 10, and his average finish is 7 7.86. Will things finally turn around? I'm not 100% sure. I mean, when you're on that string of bad luck, it's really hard to overcome. But still, I think Kyle Busch is still going to be worthy of 30 fantasy points. Probably a number fourth pick for you when it comes to fantasy rosters. But still, don't keep Kyle Busch off here just because of a few bad races he's had in the last few events. Then we got the number nine of Chase Elliott comes here in the pretty good category. Chase Elliott is good for about 33 fantasy points. His driver rating looks really good here, almost in the 100s, which is very impressive because there's only a very handful of drivers who are able to get 100 plus in driver ratings when it comes to mile and a half tracks like this. It's just his finishes. They struggle so much finishing in the top five. Look at his last three finishes. 13th, a 22nd, and a 26th. But even though those finishes were subpar, he was still able to get 30 plus points in those races. 34 points, 32 points, 31 points. Definitely more of a wild card in this race. However, he still fits in the pretty good category because his fantasy points have been very consistent the last five races here at Las Vegas. And I really feel like it's going to be the same thing too. If nothing happens to him, if he keeps the car clean, doesn't run into Kevin Harvick or anything like that, he should probably finish in the top seven. But do keep in mind, he does struggle to finish in these races. And then let's cover on the final Ford in the playoffs, and that is the number two of Brad Keselowski. Brad Keselowski it has one of the best average finishes when it comes to Las Vegas. This is a track that he's done really good at in the past, has multiple victories at this racetrack, and he tends to finish in the top three for the most part. So why did I put him here in the pretty good category and not the top picks? Well, it's simple. 
Stage points is not really in favor of Brad Keselowski when it comes to this racetrack. I mean, shoot, he has a third place finish on here and he only scored 34 points. And then a second place finish, 43 points, which is not that bad. But still, you feel like there's going to be other drivers who are going to be guaranteed 45 plus points in this race and Brad Keselowski really doesn't feel like that yes he could probably get a top three finish I would definitely consider him a third or fourth pick if you haven't used him at all in the first round definitely use him now but do remember there is a chance if he's running off the pace slightly at the beginning of the race then you want him in the garage area we do not want to use Brad Keselowski and he finishes 13th and finishes uh, with only 24 points that's not what you want out of this number two machine so Brad Keselowski he's really good at this racetrack but there is times where he comes a little bit short on the fantasy points just keep that one in mind and then the last one in the pretty good category, there was a couple drivers that I was debating on to put in this spot, but I'm going to put the number 48 of Alex Bowman on here. It seems like with this racetrack, Alex Bowman has run near the front, whether it's the number 88 machine or the number 48 machine. Fantasy points wise, he's around 30 points. And it doesn't matter where he finishes, he usually grabs about 30 points. My concern with him, and I know this is a lot of other people's concern, he hasn't really been running near the top 10 near the till the very end of the race. He's usually floating around 14th or 15th. I remember that at Richmond, and I even remember that at Bristol. Now, granted, those were shorter racetracks, but you even look at the few finishes before that. That 48 team was struggling. I would say 4th, maybe even 5th pick for Alex Bowman. I think as far as consistency goes, he, he seems to be very consistent around 29 to 30 points, as I mentioned earlier. It's just, there may be some better options out there. I would rather take a gamble on Chase Elliott and roll the dice to see if he can finish in the top 10 than I would with Alex Bowman. So those are the guys in the pretty good category. We have the number 12 Ryan Blaney, the number 18 of Kyle Busch, the number 9 of Chase Elliott, the number 2 of Brad Keselowski, and the number 48 of Alex Bowman. Now let's look at the drivers you may want to take a gamble on here this weekend. Alright, let's first start off with the risky pick that's still in the playoffs. I think it's fair to say it still has to be William Byron. William Byron at this point is either going to finish in the top 10 or he's going to finish 18th or 19th and score at most 22 points. There's nothing in between for William Byron right now. And and it's kind of funny to see that. But you even look at his fa- past few finishes here at this racetrack. An 8th place finish earlier this year scoring 40 fantasy points. That's not bad. Then there is a 25th place finish with 13 points. Ooh, 27 fantasy points to race before that. Not bad. But then he finished 22nd. Then we have a 7th place for 39 points, a 16th place for 21. It's just a gamble. I'd say 5th or 6th pick. Uh, More than likely, he's going to be standing in your garage unless something happens to the other drivers. He's definitely more of a gamble, but it could really pay off. There is a chance that you got 38 points there in the garage area, but there also could be an opportunity where William Byron struggles, kind of like how he did at Richmond, and he lets you down once again. So definitely a gamble here, the number 24 of William Byron. Then next up, we have the driver who just got knocked out of the playoffs, and that is the number one of Kurt Busch. Similar to his brother Kyle Busch, they've had a lot of struggles when it comes to this racetrack. However, Kurt 
Bush was finally able to snap a 21 race winless streak at this racetrack last year in the fall. So there's definitely some stuff going to his advantage, but like I said, definitely a riskier pick. I'd say he's in the garage area similar to William Byron. He could get you a top five finish. He could also give you a 21st or worst place finish, which is definitely something a little worrisome about, but that's kind of just how Chip Ganassi is. At these fast racetracks, they're either going to be running in the front or they're going to fall apart and finish 30th or worse. So Kurt Busch, definitely a gamble pick. However, if you are willing to take some gambles here, it wouldn't be a bad idea to throw the driver in the number one machine into your fantasy roster. Oh man, it feels like I haven't used him in quite a while, and it seems like he's been having a bit of a struggle here in the last few races, but I think it's time to include him here, especially for a mile and a half track. It's the number three of Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon has been known as kind of the top 10 guy when it comes to these intermediate racetracks. The last race, he finished 12th, scoring 25 fantasy points. And not the best, but still not too bad. And then the other two races before that, a 4th place finish scoring 33 points and a 12th place finish scoring 31 points. Definitely a guy who's going to be sitting in your 5th spot for your fantasy roster. I don't think he's going to step anywhere forward. I don't think he's going to be contending for the win in this race. But I still feel like he could contend around the top 10. And if you don't want to use Austin Dillon, maybe Tyler Reddick instead. Either way, RCR should have one car here in the top 10. Whoever you so choose, that's totally up to you. I personally believe Austin Dillon is going to be the more favorable one here at Las Vegas. All right, the slots are running thin here. Who's going to fill up those last two spots? I think I got to include the number 42 of Ross Chastain. Now, this is 100% going on how he's been doing the last few races because I'm looking at his finishes here, a 23rd, a 31st, a 33rd, a 20th. It's just bad. There's nothing really good as far as his past finishes here at Las Vegas. He's starting to definitely really improve on his averages. Remember, he was with Premium Motorsports. Now he's with Chip Ganassi. And his average finish in the last six races has been a 17.67. With two top 10s, it's definitely a gamble here. But I really wouldn't be surprised if we see Ross Chastain running near the front. Why? Because when you look at the last few races... Which other non-playoff driver has been running near the front besides Ross Chastain? You really can't think of anybody else but him. So he's definitely been someone that you can save up some of your drivers still in the playoffs and put him in there and still you won't see that much of a fall off. Now, of course, it's definitely going to be a take a gamble. There's no doubt about that. That's just how Ross Chastain is. But it might pay you dearly if you have drivers like the Bush brothers or even Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman. Maybe not a good idea to include Ross Chastain. But if you feel like your other picks are you have no fear that they're going to struggle in this race, Throw Ross Chastain in there. He might be running around in the top seven at the end of this race. And the last one we're going to include here on our fantasy picks is going to be the number 21 of Matt Benedetto. I still feel like there's a few top 10s that are going to come out of this number 21 car, and it's going to start here at Las Vegas. Remember before the playoffs started, he was on a tear, running around the top 10, had the same average finishes, almost close to Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin. It was very damn impressive. Now here are these short tracks, he's kind of fallen off a little bit, but we really don't expect that too much from Matt DiBandetto, except at Bristol, and guess what? He got top 10 in that race as well. I don't know, I don't really think we're going to see the second place finishes similar to what we saw in 2020 
20. That's right. He finished second both times here last year, scoring 38 and 35 fantasy points. I would not expect 40 points out of Matt Benedetto or anything higher than that. Definitely his high point is going to be 38. Average-wise, you're looking at 29 points. But hell, Matt DiBandetto is another one of those guys that, similar to Ross Chastain, if you want to save some of your playoff drivers some, for some races down the road, maybe throw him in there. You might lose a few points here and there, but at least you're going to save up some of these guys who are probably going to absolutely kick ass at, let's say, Texas, probably Martinsville. Hell, if you save some picks for some drivers in the final four, you know they're going to be finishing around in the top five. There's no doubt about it. So hell, Give Matt Benedetto a chance. He might surprise you in your fancy picks. Definitely a six pick, though. I would wait and see how he does in the first stage, maybe even halfway through the second stage before putting him back on. So p- keep him in the garage in the meantime. But who knows? We might see another solid run out of that number 21 team. So those are the guys that you may want to take a chance on here this weekend. The number 24 of William Byron, the number one of Kurt Busch, the number three of Austin Dillon, the number 42 of Ross Chastain, and finally, we we have the number 21 of Matt DiBenedetto. And that will conclude our fantasy picks here for Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I know this episode is definitely a lot shorter than the last few ones. I've noticed we've been going like 30 plus minutes. This one's looking to be around 24 minutes. But I feel like we got the most important things out of the way. We wanted to focus on our fantasy picks this weekend because Las Vegas is definitely one of those more exciting mile and a half tracks. And that race is going to start on Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. So a little bit of a later run here. And it's going to be on Sunday, not Saturday night. We finally go back to Sunday racing. And it's going to be on the NBC Sports Network. So make sure to tune into that. It should be a very interesting race. I feel like out of all the racetracks that we raced at so far, this might be one where you see a lot of pitch strategies come into favor, and you might even see a non-playoff driver contending for the win. Out of the, all the tracks that we've raced at so far in the playoffs, this is the one I feel the most comfortable that that will happen. If it doesn't happen, it's going to happen at Talladega. We're going to see one non-playoff driver in the top three. You, we already know that that's going to happen. But we'll see if I'm able to make it to that race. More than likely, it's going to be really tough, but we'll see. Also, make sure to follow me on Twitter at TylerV33. You can also look up NASCAR Field Filler or Vanilla Wafers. I pop up either way. Also, make sure to check out our website at NASCARFieldFiller.com as we post the most recent results here in the top three series, as well as our fantasy picks for the weekend. If you want to get a quick rundown, we will have that all posted there on NASCAR Field Filler. And above all, guys, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.